Welcome to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. A lot of people know her name. A lot of people know her face. Whitney Hemmer, our special guest today, helping us eat healthy over the holidays. Because she is a... Corporate dietitian at Fairway. And there's got to be a way to just maintain, not go crazy, not gain a lot of weight over the holidays. Yeah, and actually one thing we're doing at Fairway, it's called Maintain, Don't Gain. And I feel like that's a really good... Um, a really good way for a lot of people to go about the holidays. It's probably not the best time to try to make drastic changes or lose a bunch of weight, um, but you really don't want to gain a lot of weight either because New Year's is going to roll around and you're probably then going to have New Year's resolutions to lose weight. Yeah. So why not make it easier on yourself now? <laughs> it does seem to be like a vicious circle, doesn't it? Right. And if you don't, then if you gain weight over the holidays and you don't lose it, Usually then it just keeps compounding every single year. So you put on a couple pounds every year. Over a couple years, you know, you've put on 10 or 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. And that adds up and has a lot of health consequences. Well, and also when it comes to the holidays, we don't just sit down on Thanksgiving Day and have our meals. There's usually two or three meals when you celebrate with different family members. And so there might there's even people today still having their Thanksgiving dinners. So what, what tips do we have for them? One of my biggest ones is to... Be cautious what you're eating day to day. I think a lot of people think about the parties or, you know, the big gatherings where you're sitting down, you know, you're going to have a big meal or a lot of dessert. But if you are doing a lot of baking this time of year or going out to eat or taking home leftovers, I think that that day to day really does more damage than those one time meals. So let's say you have cookies, you know, at home and you're eating one every other time you go to the kitchen You know, that adds up a lot faster than if you go to a holiday party and choose one or two things to indulge in. So really keeping it on track as much as you can every day. So that way, when you go to these parties or dinners, you can enjoy yourself because I don't want to take the fun out of out of any of this for anybody. I always say it when the state fair rolls around. Same thing. Pick one thing to eat. You know, don't go to every single stand at the fair. Don't eat every single dessert at a holiday party. Well, the truth is, is that no matter what, it, you, it takes willpower. Yeah. So, yes, you don't, you, there's like, people go to one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. They're either like, I can't have anything yummy or I'm going to have everything yummy. <laughs> right. And I would say choose one, maybe two. Okay. And try to pick things that you can only have that time of year or at that person's house. So, if you have a friend or family member that makes something really, really well that you can't eat any time, any other time of the year. Pick that. Make that your cheat. Fill the rest of your plate um, with turkey or lean protein and some vegetables. And then you really have the best of both worlds. You're not going to go home feeling sluggish and full, too full and tired, but yet you've had that treat that you really like. So, for example, mine is pumpkin pie. I absolutely love pumpkin pie this time of year. I only get it right now. Um, I don't usually get it at Christmas. Uh So that's what I do. And at the state fair, it's a corn dog every single year. That's what I want. So I pick that, I go right to that stand, and then I'm good. And I am the person that will check a website before I go to something and see what's on the menu because I need to decide what my treat's going to be. And kind of being in control then. Yeah, and then it, it just takes the pressure off. You can enjoy that one or two things you're eating without feeling guilty because you know. And if you ever, if you go to a buffet, same thing. Take a look at everything that's available and then build your plate from there. Because sometimes at a buffet, you kind of start building your plate and then you get to the end and realize, well, what I really wanted was here at the end, but my plate's already full. So then you really start eating far too much because you built your plate. So just take a hot lap around the buffet, take a look, see what you want, and then you know, build from there. Didn't you tell me last time we chatted to 
It's almost like little tricks you play on yourself, like your plate size. Yes. So choosing a smaller plate tricks your brain into um, feeling full faster because it looks like more food on your plate because it's, you know, it's more piled up. It's more mounded. It seems like more food to you versus if you put that same amount of food on a bigger plate. So choose a salad plate over a dinner plate, even a dessert plate over a dinner plate. Um, I was just at a an event and they served the dessert and the dinner on the same plate, which was a dessert plate. Both were on two small plates mm. and the portions were perfect and it seemed like more than it even was because the plate was so small. So you can play those tricks on yourself <laughs> too, just using a smaller plate. You know, it, you can fill it a lot faster. You know, something Whitney said before that you're now that you're expecting yes. for your second child that does not mean you're eating for two. Right. And it applies to the holidays, too. You're not, you know, you don't need to completely gorge yourself right now. And if you're pregnant, you're not really eating for two people. <laughs> you know, if you think about how much how much extra calories your body needs, it's not the equivalent of a second human being yet. So, you know, just a little little extra here and there, I would say. they're They're both really similar in that aspect. Those are fun little... Are there little wise tales we tell ourselves? <laughs> I know. Things to make yourself feel better when you're pregnant or, you know, it's the holidays that you can really just overdo it. But just always trying to keep in mind you're going to have to pay for those things later. Yeah. Um, you know, those calories are still counting. Your body's still, you know, reacting to those calories the same way. Right. And nobody says you have to go right to the recliner. You could actually go outside and... And take a little stroll. You could, yeah. Keeping up your exercise is really important this time of year. Even if it's not as rigorous as normal, just as long as you kind of maintain the habit. Right. Stay in it. Um, get a little bit of exercise. If nothing else, it can improve your mood. Sure. Um, you know, which can make you eat better, make better choices, help you sleep better. Mm-hmm. Sleep is actually a huge component of maintaining a healthy weight. Well, let's talk about other ways to just in general stay healthy. Yes. Yeah, so sleeping, like I said, maintaining um, a nice sleep schedule and staying hydrated is one of the biggest. Um, if you are thirsty, you're all, you're usually more likely to eat more if you're thirsty, which I think is interesting. I do too. Um, just because you can't always tell the difference subconsciously if you're hungry or thirsty. Uh. So making sure you're very well hydrated, drinking water um, all day. And I always say if you don't like water necessarily, you can drink basically a big glass a couple times a day and more or less just get it over with. That works just as well as sipping slowly throughout the day. Okay. So I love water. I have no problem drinking a lot of it. But if you don't like it, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do it. You just need to drink a bunch, but I mean you can drink a four times a day, but drink a big glass, you know. Right. Um, just so you're kind of getting those overall ounces in. Well and just real quick and I know this is kinda off the, the subject, Whitney, but Water goes right through me. Mm-hmm. So everybody says it's good for your body. Mm-hmm. And then they say, I say it goes right through me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, because it's, it's rinsing you out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what could possibly be in there that has to have, I, why, why do I need so rinsed? <laughs> you know, I have found in the morning, it does that a lot more. When you haven't maybe eaten as much as normal, you mm-hmm. know, you don't have that food in there to really like absorb it. Right. Yet, but yeah, the more water you drink, the more you are going to go to the bathroom. Well, you think it go it would go to your body parts and do And it, it definitely water it, yeah, it definitely. <laughs> it definitely does. Um but if you're not used to drinking a lot of water, that is something a lot of people complain about and sort do you, of Do you get used to that? Um, I go to the bathroom all the time, and it's just something that I have to plan for. It's <laughs> don't ride in the car we with me. We can't blame the baby for that. I though. know. Don't ride in the car with me for over like fifteen minutes because we're gonna have to stop. Um, <laughs> but with that, if you are 
trying to be healthier this year and you're eating more fiber, it's recommended you drink more water with the more fiber you eat also because fiber can kind of do two things. If you eat fiber but don't have enough water, it can kind of make you stop going to the bathroom, Uh, which is usually what we don't want. So if you eat a lot of fiber, you need to match that with your water to kind of keep everything moving and help that fiber absorb the water. And the water, to an extent, can help suppress your appetite. Yeah, so a lot of times it's recommended that you drink a big glass of water before you eat a meal, or maybe you've heard to eat a brothy soup as an appetizer because mm-hmm. that liquid just kind of fills you up before okay. you get to the main course. Okay. So if you're just tuning to Inside Iowa, Whitney Hemmer is in with us today and we're just talking about ways to stay healthy and eat healthy and not increase your weight too much over the holidays. What other tips do you have? And then I thought maybe we'd throw in some cooking tips about yeah. how folks like to leave food out forever and yeah. graze on it. So uh, Some more, whenever you are building your plate, whether you're at home or kind of out and about, try to pair a carbohydrate with a protein. Um, pairing the two together, the protein helps keep you full longer, but the carbohydrate keeps your energy up. So you really want that combination of both. So, for example, if you had something that was really carb or sugar heavy, like a dessert or a cookie, and that was it, a lot of times you feel full for a short period of time, but then you're really hungry an hour or so later. Donuts do that to me. Donuts are a perfect example because your blood sugar kind of um, spikes really quickly and then drops. So what you want to do is keep that blood sugar more consistent. So eat another donut? No, no. Yeah, don't eat another donut. (laughs) Try to pair it um, with something with a little more fiber. Okay. uh, Or excuse me, protein. Okay. So protein sources would be turkey, any meat, dairy products, yogurt, cheese, um, eggs, All of those things help keep you full and satisfied longer. So that way you're not going right back for that second donut. I always wondered why, because you're sitting there, and sometimes donuts can be so large, and you're like, why am I hungry already? But that does, okay. Yeah, and you'll feel like that quick energy spike, and then you'll... And too much sugar, no no good either. Yeah, and then you'll feel that drop. You might get a headache. Some people might feel a little bit dizzy. You Mm -hmm. might feel thirsty. Um, You get a quick drop then in your blood sugar. So then you go back, and you reach for more, and then you start the cycle all over again. So always pairing the two together. Um, and keep in mind, alcohol calories count too. <laughs> and so do a lot of liquid calories. So not just alcohol, but things like juice, regular soda. Those calories all count too. And they go to your waistline fairly quickly just because you're not getting any other nutritional benefits right. out of them. They're not helping to keep you full. You know, they're not really providing anything but the calories. So if you are taking part in those things this time of year, just trying to alternate with glasses of water to... Um, Helps slow oh, things down. Yeah, that's a really good idea. Oh, and real quick, when it comes to water intake on a daily basis, Whitney, do you can you count certain things like say you have a glass of juice mm-hmm. or you have a bowl of uh, a, a cup of grapes? Yes. Does that also count to your water yeah. intake? Yeah. So food can account for about ten percent of your fluid intake. And your other liquids count too, but usually we don't count liquids that have caffeine in them because those can actually dehydrate you a little bit more. Like that little Coca-Cola sitting over there. (laughs) (laughs) But the coffee, you know, is tricky because I would probably count one cup towards your water intake, but then when you get more than that... um, you know, that caffeine can kind of start pulling a little bit of water okay. back out. So okay. trying to keep that water throughout your day as much as possible. All right. Excellent. So now let's talk about when people, a lot of times at potlucks or even at the family dinners, you leave things out because mm-hmm. everybody's had their meal and they want to come back and graze. Yes. So this time of year, it's recommended you put everything in the fridge within two hours. And if you've ever 
seen me or heard me talk about barbecues in the summer, it's one hour if it's above 90 degrees. So the temperature does make a difference outside or in your house. But usually this time of year, about two hours, you're safe. And then you need to get things either reheated to their appropriate temperature or you need to get them in the refrigerator. Okay. Um, Keep things on ice if you need to, you know, if they're cold things and they're going to be out for a while. Because nobody wants to be that person that hosts a party or brings something to work and then everybody's sick mm. the next day. Mm-hmm. So better safe than sorry. And if you're ever in doubt, throw it out. So, you know, even if it's in your fridge for a few days and you're just not sure how long it's been in there, if you're in doubt, throw it out because okay. you just it's just not worth it. All right. And then we're not going to get a lot of time to talk about this, but make sure you... F- you follow directions on your cooking temperatures, correct? Yes. So minimum internal cooking temperatures are important, not only for safety, but also so you get the best product possible. Um, real quick, ground meats, 160. Beef, um, things like steaks, 145. Pork cuts, that cooking temp went down in the last, I would say, five or so years, and it's now 145. All right. It used to be, I think, 160, and then everyone complained that their pork chops were too dry. Right. So actually, 145 okay. is completely safe for okay. pork chops now. You might find a little touch of pink in there, and that's completely fine. And that's fine. okay. Gosh, yep. that's changed. Okay. Yeah, that's yep. changed a lot. So pork, it's much more enjoyable now at that lower temperature, and yeah. it's still safe. Yep. Poultry, 165. Um, pre-cooked ham, 140. Leftovers, 165. So make friends with your meat thermometer right. um, and use it when you can, just like I said, because you don't want anything overcooked or undercooked. And that way it is also safe. And I first I got my first thermometer just about a year and a half ago. Yep. All these years. <laughs> yep. And I usually recommend a digital thermometer because you don't have to calibrate them. They're easy right. to read. They basically do the work for you. You can get some that you poke into like your turkey while it's in the oven so you can keep an eye on it. There are a lot of apps on your phone now. If you get a fancy thermometer that you can download the app and it'll tell you right on your phone what the current temperature is. So depending how into cooking you are and if you plan to cook a lot for people, I mean, there's a lot of really neat things you can do now. Yeah, there are. Dad, my dad has one of the digital ones and it is, it's really neat, but I'm always like about a few years behind. Yeah. <laughs> my problem with the ones that aren't digital is every single time I drop it. Every time. <laughs> I drop it on the kitchen floor and then I need to recalibrate it and I'm not really sure how or if I'm doing it right so then i just pull out my same old digital one but every time i'm going to drop a non-digital thermometer on my tile floor it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen so i just have my digital one do you have a website they can go to yes you can always find more information at fairway.com or you can email me with any kind of health and nutrition questions at sensible health at fairwaystores.com it is spelled a little um, different. It's C-E-N-T-S-A-B-L-E, health at fairwaystores.com. It is a pleasure having you come in. Thank I'd like you. to maybe do this more often. I would be happy to come back. All right, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.